Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 11, 2020. I am Harry Glass, and with me are Harvey Freed and Roberto Boshane, our producer director. How are you this morning? I'm great. Thanks, Harry. How's it going? It's going well. We're sponsored by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender. 2289 is our compliant NMLS number. You got to get that in or else you're non-compliant, Harv. So listen, a lot has happened. In November, Wednesday, November 11th, they're still counting ballots. Just as an update, it's current events. It's not politics. It's just an update. They just announced Georgia is going to count every single ballot by hand. This is not a joke. This is real. They're going to recount. Yep. I say you got to count every ballot no matter what. I don't care. They should be counted because, see, voting is a very personal thing, and everybody's ballot should be counted. So it's all good with me. Um, Harvey, the mortgage interest rate market, the purchase market, here we are, November 11th. We are eight days after the election, a couple topics. And, and I, want, I want everybody to know, John Kolb is out getting licensed today. Becky Alley had a little procedure done. Lisa Lawson, and she's okay. She's feeling great. And Lisa Lawson is on vacation, a well-deserved rest and vacation for her. So, Harvey, it's just you and I, eight days after the election. We're still counting ballots. But one thing that has changed, Harvey, more than a week after the election how have the interest rates reacted? They've been fine, Harry. They really haven't changed. I don't see much change in the market. Again, I'm going to check when we get out of here. Our rates are about to come out in a few minutes for today. But interest well, rates- Well, they're not coming out today because it's- Harvey, they're not coming out today because it's Veterans Day. So the rates right. are going to be the same as yesterday. Which was a great day. Which was a great <laughs> day for more rates. And Harry, we're finding that many of our old uh, clients- Many of the people that are calling us, our new clients, they're looking to do some debt consolidation. It appears that a lot of families either took on some new debt or they're just going to do those home improvements because they have so much equity in their homes. So those interest rates are going to be at all-time lows. And they better stay that way all through 21. Yeah, what's happening right now post-election is it seems that the market is, is fine with the Biden presidency and Biden administration. And as Harvey... Uh, so eloquently illustrated, it goes something like this, is that right now, mortgage interest rates are in the 3% range. You probably get a little bit lower on a 20, probably get a little lower on a 15 and a 10. But let's just, for conversation's sake, say 3%, because everybody can identify with those numbers. That is absolutely last time. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. So my point in that little rant was, why are you waiting? What are we waiting for to refinance your home, take cash out, pay off to Harvey Free? We talk about all the time. After how mortgage interest rates reacted, nothing big, nothing big, but they're not going down to zero. They are not. You need to get in and lock your rate. Public service announcement number one for today for all lenders is tell your clients to lock in their savings now. That's what we're telling our clients. That's what Harvey Freed's telling his clients, lock it in. Harvey, point number two, what does a Biden win mean for the housing market? 
Well, again, I think it's still all the same here. You're talking historical low interest rates, the younger population, which is making up the majority of the first time home buyers, about 33% of them are the millennials. And they're buying homes. A lot of them are actually moving up. They're moving on to their second home. Harry, one of the things that popped up though, we talked about the election, what'd you say over eight days ago, but of course what transpired Sunday, just a few days ago, was talk that Pfizer had found the vaccine and that it was 90% effective. Harry, we wake up Monday morning, we see the stock market at up 1,400 points. It's settled back down. It's having a good market. We're watching how the government's going to be buying back. Uh, are they going to still keep their purchases of MBS, the mortgage-backed securities? It appears that that's still moving forward. I think that the presidency appears that it's going to focus on a path to the coronavirus and getting rid of that to make our economy even stronger as we move to the spring of 2021. And Hopefully this transition will just be a little bit smoother than uh, we've uh, experienced here in the last month or, or couple of days or maybe even a couple of weeks. Well, two things have happened since the announcement of Joe Biden uh, potentially winning the White House. Number one is, mm -hmm. is that Joe Biden and a new Biden administration, they want to go ahead and introduce a $15,000 first time home buyer tax credit. Now, the thing is, We'll have to see what happens because there's a runoff election going to happen. If the Republicans control the House and the Senate and Biden administration wants to go ahead and introduce a tax credit, you could see some gridlock there. But that would be nice. It would be nice to give a first time homebuyer a $15,000 tax credit. I think that would be awesome. Number two, as you made mention, direct mention of the COVID virus, we are seeing record, record rise in COVID cases around not only the United States, but that's where we live. So we're going to talk about the United States. But the announcement of a vaccine by Pfizer. Now, if you listen to doc the doctors and Dr. Fauci specifically, he says that the vaccine will not be available at the earliest to everybody until April of 2021. Now, that's the earliest. Now, it's in emergency trials. And again, this same mortgage and real estate show, but why are we talking about a COVID vaccine? Because it affects everybody. It affects the economy, housing, interest rates, the stock market, everything. This pandemic has created such havoc that, that when we listen to the scientists and the doctors and they say, listen, we have a 90% effective vaccine from Pfizer, it still has to go through emergency approval with the FDA. So that's a good thing. And this won't be available to everybody, not emergency situations, not the most desperate, not healthcare workers, not first responders, everybody until April of 2021. You could probably back that off a little bit and say mid to late 2021. So Harvey Freed, what we've learned in this pandemic Supply and demand. Supply and housing is still very, very low. The demand for housing is still very high, but we have to see what the winter brings on two different fronts. Number one, what are mortgage rates going to do? And number two, what's this COVID virus going to do, Harvey? Exactly. You know, Harry, I, I'm not even sure a $15,000 fine tax credit needed. Um, we're not experiencing any difficulties in the housing market. The only problem we're having is there's not enough homes on the market to meet the, the demands of out there. 
I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm not sure if that program really is going to make much sense moving forward. But everything else you said, 1,000% affects the state. You know, you look at it, the stock market, um, the airline travel. As soon as there is word that it potentially could be a virus, you start seeing those stocks moving up. You see stocks moving down where it's the home stock. So really interesting. Just, just having that released information out there was real positive in one aspect. But again, Harry, all-time highs with cases of COVID up all over the world, including here in the United States, all 50 states reported this morning on the 11th, as we sit November 11th, that all the cases are higher than the previous months. So it's still quite scary out there. And again, if you don't know someone who's had it, it seems like it's not as real. But if you spoke to anybody that might've had a family member, someone who's experienced, somebody that knew somebody on a ventilator, it's real. And I have a lot of family members, as you do, Harry, that are physicians, they're at the hospitals, it's real and um, it's going to affect us. And, but hopefully again, we, we do see that these mortgage rates will sit down and I just think it'll be a wait and see type thing. And as you mentioned, Harry, hopefully this new presidency really doesn't do much to change the market over the next 12 months. Hopefully it just doesn't. Well, let's talk about some things that are in our area. Enough of the, uh, uh, enough of what we think is going to happen globally and even around the United States. Let's talk about our current market area, southeastern Michigan, Harvey. Current market conditions in our immediate area, purchase activity, what are you seeing and what are you hearing and what are you experiencing? Yeah, my buyers are all at full price offers, even five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 over above. Um, most of the time we had pretty good appraisals. Although if you're bidding five, ten thousand $10,000, and the real estate agents have to meet the appraisers at the house. Now, that's one thing we want to stress to any agent out there. If you're listing a home and you're fortunate enough to get 10, 20,000 over asking, try to meet the appraiser at the house or provide the additional comp uh, comparable sales that will help you get to that number. Not every offer, although it's coming in over, over asking price, does have an appraisal guarantee. You, there's a lot of things that our, our community, our lending community can do. We're talking lending community. The real estate agents are involved, the title companies, the appraisers, us, the lenders. Let's use all of our intelligence to get the best results on a file. Harry, I'm still talking to a listing agents that aren't meeting appraisers at the home. They're not necessarily providing additional comparable sales. And if you want your file to close in a 30 or 40 day period, you have to be involved in the process. You have to return phone calls and find out how you can help make that file close. As we know, over 90% of the families purchasing homes are using mortgages. So you better find out what you can do to help your lender uh, procure that file to closing. That well, it's interesting you brought up the appraisal situation and, and what we've been seeing and what we've been hearing and experiencing are people aren't having a problem paying over because they want the property. I'm going to give you one last week. I had a buyer cancel out, Harvey, personal friend of mine. Uh, he knew he was buying a property that uh, was overpriced it had beautiful interior uh interior finishes all upgraded and everything and and the seller did a phenomenal job fell in love with the place but you know what after sitting back for a week and thinking about it he decided you know the appraiser he called me up on a sunday and he said you know what i just don't think it's going to appraise and it's not worth it my realtor tells me it's not going to appraise you're telling me it might not appraise why do i want to buy a property that is not going to appraise out within a certain boundaries and parameters. And I said, you know, it's up to you. You're the buyer. You're in charge here. Okay. You're the quarterback. You're calling the plays. 
We're just on your team helping you get it done. Because Harvey Freed, without borrowers, without buyers, we don't have a deal. Now, we lend the money, so we're the second most important part of the transaction. The client and the buyer, the client is always the most of the transaction. And then we bring the majority of the money. So there's an old saying, he who brings the money makes the rules. Well, you know who's bringing the money? The buyer and the lender. Buyer and lender make the rules. Buyer makes the occupancy and they want to make the rules and make certain offers and everything. That's great. But this buyer decided that he was not going to the amount that they were asking. And he, you know what he called me? He said, I'm pulling out. I'm done. I'm over. And, and that was the end of that transaction. And I applaud him for doing that. I don't want, I'm probably the worst mortgage guy ever. I don't want to lose transactions. But the bottom line is we want to do what's right for our client. And our client didn't feel very comfortable when he lied his head down on his, on his pillow and said, I'm out. Called me up, said, hey, what do I do? I go, you're out. That's it. So that's what happened. And, and the realtor, who's a very good realtor, well-known in the community, said, well, yeah, we'll find another property. So, yeah. let, so let's go with that. Harvey Freed, how has the current market conditions in our area been for refinance activity for you, buddy? Well, super busy area. Again, um, equity in your home. Families taking a look at consolidating their first and second mortgages. Uh, thank goodness. It's been a great year for all of us in the lending and lending uh, world because we've had so much volume. A little heads up out there, Harry, as we've talked about the jumbo loans. Very few. I don't know of any establishments that are doing jumbo cash out refinances. So a little bit tougher if you have one of those jumbo loans, pull the equity out of your house. Forming loan limits. Harry, we're at $510,400 and mentioned that they're going to change and go up a little bit more. So maybe a few other families will have an opportunity to take a look at maybe conforming loan limits where their refinance just might have a little bit better term. But again, we talk about these all-time low interest rates. If you can shrink your term, if you can consolidate your debt, and that would be... Well, there's a what's what's the why on jumbo loans? You bring a, a jumbo over five, ten, four hundred, um, and it is true that in January that limit could go up. It could be a little bit higher on a conforming loan. But why is the jumbo market different than the conforming conventional market? First of all, that's private money. Um, they're private investors. They're not backed federally by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or Ginny Mae, which is uh, FHA, uh, HUD transactions, VA. Um, they're just not. RD loans are not. Jumbo loans is a different bucket, a different category. There are different rules and guidelines for jumbo transactions. First of all, the loan amounts are higher. There's more risk. Okay. Second of all, private investors go ahead. And when I say institutional private investors, certain banks will buy them. They have certain sets of rules. Certain hedge funds will buy them. Okay. So the bottom line is, is that there are going to be delays. There's going to be certain rules. The jumbo market all but disappeared, Harvey Freed, in May and June and didn't come back until August, September. So they tweaked it. And in tweaking it, they came up with different rules, different regulations. The rules are not the same in the lending industry as a whole since COVID. The guidelines have changed on all loans, all transactions. Things are being verified differently. 
guidelines have been stretched and they've shrunk. There are certain things are more lenient, like what, Harvey Freed? More PIWs. What's a, a PIW? Property inspection waiver. We're seeing more of those now, but we're also seeing more requests for letters of explanation. Were you working? Were you affected by COVID? What is your plan yeah. on going back to work if you're affected by COVID? What is your company's plan? Are they still going to be open? So all these letters of explanation are as a result of the new lending environment created by the COVID experience that we're all going through. So jumbos have been really hit and they've been hit hard. But as we all know, Harvey, do you know what percentage of loans in the United States are jumbo loans? Okay, I'll tell you, less than 10%. So it's a very small, less than 10%. So it's a very small segment of people getting loans. And you know what? In all honesty, do I feel bad for people getting a jumbo loan? It's really tough. Tough to feel bad for them, Harv, when other people are more affected. So anyways, that's just a personal thing. I apologize for in, injecting that in our conversation. But refinance activity on 90% of the transactions out there are going to go very, very well, very well. And that's what we're experiencing. If you're one of the tempers, look at it. If it's on a busy road, you might have a problem. Harvey, why are we going to take that loan? Because it's just what we do and we'll research it for you. But you might have a problem with it. You can't let 10% upset the 90%. And sometimes lenders and loan officers specifically, because they only have one or two loans going, will allow one of those loans to upset the whole Apple cart. Thoughts, Harvey? Yeah, you want to take good loans in a good environment, but- um, Hey, good the, loans uh, always loans. close, Harvey. Look, good yeah. loans always close. Let's talk about a few of the a few of the hurdles. Yeah, the new lending guidelines require a few more letters of explanation, Do documentation to the underwriter stating when you were off work, when you're back to work, so that they can recalculate the year to date and try to figure out what your monthly income is. Um, so that has changed. The EIWs, the property inspection waivers here, are sort of a gift from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. If you recently obtained a mortgage in the last, I would say, five to ten years, there's a very good possibility that your new refinance will not require an appraisal, but if you are going to be pulling equity out of your house and doing a cash out, expect to pay for an appraisal. That's a little bit riskier. So a couple changes along the way. Home ownership is still as fun as ever. I've had some unbelievable, really exciting first-time home buyers getting into properties over the last several months. We've talked about this extended home buying season, Harry. Maybe it's only going to be off for a couple weeks. Maybe even December becomes a great new home buying season, the, the extended home buying season of 2021. Uh, Christmas time area, but there's no slowdown. I'm sending approval letters out. We have clients negotiating. We have clients making several offers, trying to obtain their first home or maybe their step up home. And that leads us to one last conversation about home purchasing. If you have another home to sell, you need to find out quickly. You need to get with a lender. You need to get with us, a real good lender, to make sure that you understand what your options are. There's two types of families that are moving on from their current home. The types that can buy the new house without selling the current home and the ones that have to sell their current home in order to either qualify or use those proceeds to purchase the new place. You need to figure out who you are in this transaction 
and find out after you close from us, we recast our mortgages. So there's an opportunity that if you're able to get into a new house without making your offer contingent, that's what you're going to have to do in today's marketplace. Contingent upon selling your home, those offers are not even looked at anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you that. A lot of information there, Harvey. And, uh, you know, one last word. I want to wrap it up. I want to give everybody a break, and uh, we'll wrap this up. One last word is this. You have to be prepared, okay? Prior plan prevents poor performance, okay? So if you're planning on buying a home, you need to get with the experts. You need to acquire a team. You need your lender. You need your accountant. You need a realtor. You need everybody involved to make sure that you can afford the property. Why are you going to go get in your car, drive around here in this day and age, Harvey? Go on and take a look at houses that you can't afford. All right. So plan on making sure that you're all taken care of and be prepared. That's number one. Number two, market is still very, very strong. Around the holiday time, you know, there's this, there, there's this theory that around the holidays and going into the wintertime, people lower the prices on their homes. They're only lowering prices on homes if you can't sell the home and the house has been on the market for 60, 90 days. You're not going to see a reduction on a house that's listed a week or two or three. Not going to happen. So let's be smart. If you really like the house, then you might want to make the move on it. But again, I'm not a big believer in overpaying, but if you have to pay five or $10,000 more for an area that you want to live in and it's a lifestyle that you want and it has everything inside that you want, why not do it? But again, as I stated before, about 10 minutes ago, you are the most important person in the transaction. You're the client. You have to live there. You have to make the decision. And we believe in setting you up for success. Harvey Freed, I'm glad you're happy and healthy. I'm glad that our staff is happy and healthy. We have everybody working from home. You and I come in almost on a daily basis and we do our show live from the studio, Harvey Freed, 97.1 FM. Every Saturday, you hear him from 9 to 10. Been doing it over 20 years now with myself. We have special guests on. We bring in the best realtors. We have the best loan officers on from our office. And we give out what we believe, and you'll hear this word again, the best and most accurate information, honesty. And that's why the name of our show is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, because we give hardcore answers to your hardcore questions. Harvey Freed, I'm glad you're happy, healthy. Roberto Boshane, I see you walking around back there. I'm glad you're happy and healthy. Becky, John, Lisa, Lisa, enjoy your vacation. Becky, look forward to seeing you. John, go get fingerprinted for all the licenses that you have. Everybody, um, tune into our podcast every Wednesday. Tune into our show every Saturday. And also, we like to give updates on our Facebook page every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Harvey Fried and I do them. We'll see everybody, and thanks a lot, and stay healthy, everybody.